Hello, everybody. Wow. Hey, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Dumbing It Down with Dave and uh, me, your solo, one and only solo podcast host for this and every Dumbcast, Dave Canyon. Thank you for coming along, dum-dums. We appreciate you coming along for the ride on the fastest podcast on earth here in my Kia Rio mileage report. 216,797 216,797 for my 2008 Kia Rio that I do the dumb cast from here on the New York State Thruway today is October what is today? today is October 4th um, October 4th it is 4.36pm Eastern Standard Time uh, I'm on my way into work I, I most often do my podcasts on the way home but uh, I like that this is really was the original pr- plan was podcasts in and podcasts out. Maybe to talk about the same exact thing, but kind of see what the difference is in the podcast is 16 hours later. Or in this case, uh, yeah, like 15 hours later because it's a 16-hour day for me every day. So anyway, welcome to episode 30. Wow. What do you get for, for podcast number 30, for Dumbcast number 30? What do you get? What's the, what's the reward? I'll take a listener. <laughs> I'll take a listener. I'll take a like. Uh, I'll take any reaction on Facebook or an email at dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. Dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com or a tweet uh, at dumb with Dave. How about a share? Can you guys share my show? Anybody? Well, first of all, I know when I say you guys, I'm really only talking to Mark right now. So if there's somebody else out there other than Mark who's really only a sympathy listener because he's a friend of mine. Uh, and I have other friends, but for whatever reason, they're not, uh, they have no empathy for me. So they're not uh, listening to the show, even though it's their, in quotations, friend, Dave Canyon, hosting it. Uh, they're not listening to it. But if you are listening to this for the first time, you know, would, would it really kill you? Would it really kill you to send a tweet, share the show, reshare the show, or whatever they call, like it, like it on Spreaker, on the Spreaker app, or, you know, you know, whatever. You can go to my website, dumbing it down with David, yahoo.com. Dumbing it down with David. And dumb is spelled with a B. All right, so we took care of all that. Uh, I try to do that at least once a week. And uh, you have to, I guess, as a podcast, as a dumbcast host. Um, well, no, as a podcast host. I host a dumbcast. Everybody else hosts a podcast. See, my show is different in many ways. Traveling at speeds of 65 miles an hour, driving my Kia Rio northbound on the thruway. Nobody's doing that. Uh, nobody calls their uh, podcast a dumbcast. Nobody refers to their listener <laughs> or listeners as uh, as dummies, by dum-dums. But these these all terms of endearment. Uh, this show is unique, as I don't... It's not scripted. I kind of go on the fly. Are there other shows that go on the fly? Yeah, I guess there are. But not the way I do it. Not And not in the Dave Canyon way. But you can say that about a lot of hosts of shows. Oh, they're doing it their way. All right, well, I'm doing it my way. And I've, uh, I've changed a little bit. We, we definitely uh, set a, a time for 30 minutes or less. And uh, I'm trying not to do the thing where I argue with myself. Because Mark doesn't like that. And he's my only listener. So, and my wife listened to, I think, one, part of one, whatever. Um, and she kind of, I, did she say the same thing? I'm not sure what she said now. I can't remember that far back. But I know Mark has disliked that when I argue with myself. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I might bring it back one day. I don't want Mark to get all comfortable, like somehow he's he's the creative director of the show. You know, I I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. 
because and the reason why I was arguing with myself because I had no listeners and I do see things I see both sides or three sides or whatever sides there are things all the time so that's the best representation of myself is when I I say something and I say wait a minute Dave did you really just say that yeah because I do that in real life I go did you just say that yeah well why did you say that well let me think about it why did I say that so I have this conversation I'm not schizophrenic, at least not clinically. I wasn't. I haven't been diagnosed that. I just see a lot of sides, and I'll tell you what. Uh, I can tell you where that started from. Uh, oh, by the way, this is episode thirty. Uh, I'm going to call this episode "I Support Trump Part 2. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but at least, uh, at the very least, I don't support Hillary or the Aleppo guy and Cuckoo Jill Stein. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know who else is on the ballot. Anybody else on this ballot? Um, I think this goes back to a TV show called L.A. Law. Was that what it was called? L.A. Law. Corbin Burnson, I think, was the, like the star. And Susan Day was in it. Uh, there was Michael Tucker. Or, uh, I, for some reason, I remember his name. But he was a, uh, uh, more of a bit player. And anyway, it was a whole cast of lawyers in a law firm in L.A. L.A. Law. And that was like... It was an hour drama. Uh, it was one, I think it was one of the first hour dramas, not, not including Starsky and Hutch and all that other stuff, but it was like the first hour drama I, I think I watched. Did I watch it with my wife? I'm not, I don't know if I was old if we were together then. It doesn't really matter. But here's, here was the, why L.A. Law affected me. Uh, not because of its great acting. It's not because of anything, except for the fact that it was a show about law and about being lawyers. And a lot of the cases I'd be I would be watching, and I go, oh, yep, that's it, guilty, guilty. That's great. Show over. How are they going to fill the next 15, 20 minutes? He's guilty. Show over. And then, of course, you know, they go to commercial. Then they come back, and then the the other lawyer from the other side would come in, and then you know, make their case. And I would sit there and go, oh, wait a minute, man, I was convinced they were guilty or innocent or whatever it was, and then. Then the other lawyer would talk, and I, I said, "Oh, wow! Was I was I swayed? I was really swayed. I really thought that was that was the decision." Well, now I don't know. And after one episode, I was I was intrigued. I said, okay, I was intrigued. Like, yeah, well, that was interesting. They really had me going there. But the truth is, there was other evidence. So, however they they made it happen, they they got the jury to go the other way. Whatever, you know, from guilty to not guilty, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I watch the show a lot. I can't say I watched it religiously every every week, but I guess maybe I, I did. I don't know. I watched a lot of them. And it only took a few of them where I, I said to myself one day, wow, you know what? I'm not that bright. <laughs> I'm easily swayed. I'm not really looking at things the way I should be looking at things. And I don't remember how old I was, but I do remember having this moment. And yeah, I, I said I'm, I'm not that bright But it really, I don't know if brightness had anything to do with it Bright's kind of a funny word um, You know, bright as far as luminescence Luminous, you know, how bright you are You know, we all know that we mean smart But I don't know if bright is the best word for describing intelligence um, But I say it a lot, oh that guy's not too bright Because I know the other people I'm talking to they, they know what I mean by it But I'd like to stop using that word But I, I haven't uh, 
And is it is it intelligence? Is it brightness? Is it intelligence? Is it just the way you see things? Exploring the possibilities in life. Uh, you know, seeing the sides, the other side. And I just started living life just a little bit differently. I'm not saying I started making better choices. I'm not saying I lived a cleaner life. Or I didn't become successful because of it. Maybe it was the worst thing I ever decided to do. But I did decide to start looking at things differently. Trying to be empathetic, which is really, I think, was the number one result. Is to look at the other side. Or just argue against yourself, you know. Not try to not try to uh, try not to be so skew in uh, in your opinions or in your thoughts, you know. Um, you, you get it. So I became. I thought I was always open minded, but I think that made me even more open minded. Like, hey, wait a minute, maybe that's not really what it is. You know, maybe that's not the the way it looks. Maybe it looks that way, but it's not really that way. And everybody has a story, and every story has a story, and there's many characters to the story, and there's twists and turns, and try not to reach a judgment, try not to judge, which I do, I judge, I judge things, I judge people, and then, you know, uh, I'll regret it sometimes, and I go, oh, wait a minute, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have thought that, I gotta think about these things, you know, let me, let me calm down a little bit, and uh, let's, let's let it develop, uh, let's get the big picture, which I like to say a lot, let's, and I, I do, uh, yeah, get the big picture. Let's get the total picture. Uh, okay, so explaining that, I'm hoping you can understand. Well, then again, I don't really care <laughs> why I'm supporting Trump in this election, Donald J. Trump, and not Hillary Rodham Clinton. Uh, I think there are things intangibles. Is that a word I want to bring? I want to say that. Trump brings to the presidency uh, good intangibles. There are bad intangibles, and there are good intangibles. I'm not one of these. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, second uh, Second Amendment guys uh, with the with the with the with the guns. I already had a show about that, I think, but I'll do it again. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not a gun guy, but it's okay that you're a gun guy or a gun gal or a, a transgendered gun person. <laughs> Whoever you are and you want to have a gun, uh, you know, as long as you don't shoot it at me or somebody else that's a good person. I don't care if you point it at bad people, but as long as, you know, you know, it's uh, a gun, a knife, uh, uh, a flamethrower, uh, a drone, uh a, 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 a guy, whatever. So many things. Uh, a car. There's so many things that you can kill other people with. You can't conceal a car. You can conceal a weapon. Oh, a knife. Did I mention knives? I like to think that everybody has a certain amount of common sense. I like to think that everybody thinks like me. Yeah, I like to think that I can trust people. I like to think that whatever people are going to do with these things, they're going to do good and not evil. They're not going to hurt. They're not looking to steal. They're not looking to, to kill or maim or, or torture or whatever. There are people who like guns for reasons that have nothing to do with injuring other people. If I had a gun, yeah, I would think, wow, how cool it would be to shoot 
targets, or, you know, for the precision of targeting something and hitting it. That's, you know, I could do that with a, with a whatchamacallit, um, a slingshot. <laughs> I don't know why more people are into slingshots instead of guns. Nobody seems to bring that up. Hey, why don't you put down that gun and try this slingshot? Uh, there's no sexiness to a slingshot. Well, people like bows and arrows. You know, there's a thing you can kill with. It's the... It's got to be the TNT, right? In a gun, in the bullet, in the ammunition. It's the explosion. It's the immediate impact of the bullet in the body and the killing uh, that scares people. But I don't know what the, what the rules are. What are the rules with bows and arrows? Am I allowed to walk around the street looking like Hawkman or whatever? Oh, the Green Arrow, Hawkman. Uh, yeah, the Green Arrow. I don't know. Am I making my point clear? I'm not a Second Amendment guy. I'm not anti. I'm not pro. Uh, I, I don't know enough to know. I think most of us don't really know enough to know. Maybe I'm underestimating my audience. Maybe my, <laughs> I don't have any audience, but Mark, <laughs> you're my audience. Uh so, I'm not really afraid of Hillary taking that away. Uh, and I've heard people on TV saying it would be impossible for her to do that. And I don't know about the Supreme Court justices and, and all that stuff, but apparently it, it's not something that, that you could just eliminate or repeal or whatever. I don't know how it works. I've said in episode 29, I, I lack a lot of political knowledge. I don't know how it works. I watch these shows, and I, it doesn't always make it clearer for me. A lot of times, they just the, 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 you know everything just gets cloudier and muddier and more confusing. So you know what? I'm not even going to try. I mean, I, I'm going to try as much as I can, but I'm not going to seek it out. I'm not going to go take classes and learn about government and rules and all that and amendments. I couldn't even tell you what an amendment is to amend. <laughs> Something exists, and then you amend it. I don't even understand. I, I'm so far out of school. I don't know what an amendment is. So, I don't trust Hillary as much as I trust trust Trump. And you might have a lot of reasons not to trust Trump. And you might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. You can email me at dumbingitdownwithdavidyahoo.com and we could, you know, you could email me about all the things I need to distrust Trump about. I've heard about Trump you and, you know, these other things uh, contractors are not getting paid Hillary made a whole big thing about contractors that haven't got paid don't you think you can get these guys to come on TV and uh, and state their case did I miss that why am I deciding to eat a piece of steak while I'm doing the show that's a big mistake my wife made me some food and the Tupperware is open I went and grabbed a piece of steak I won't do that I put it back um yeah, where are these contractors? Shouldn't they be on TV? Did I miss that episode? Did I miss that commercial? All these guys are saying, hey, this is Vinny Carboni from, you know, Carboni Construction. Uh, Trump owes me $2,000. I don't, you know. Where, where, are these, where are these people that he supposedly hasn't paid? Um, has he not paid these charities? Is that true? Listen, that's not good. It's not good at all. I don't think that Trump is the most honest man in the world. I also don't think he's the most cultured person in the world. I don't know if he has a fine appreciation for art or theater or uh, music or... 
he seems to be very business oriented. But I got to tell you, I think that's pretty good for this country. I think we need somebody who's business oriented. Uh, I think he is the lesser of the evils. Uh, I think Hillary uh, really might be a criminal. She really, uh, I mean, this whole email thing is ridiculous. I can't add anything new to it. I just don't think that that was a, a, not only was it not a smart decision, not only was it not a smart decision, it was a dumb decision. It's such a dumb decision, I don't really want to trust her with the presidency. If I'm not, I am not in the running for president. I am a truck driver. And when somebody says to me, and I'm assuming it was said to Hillary, or somehow it had to be presented to her, listen, um, you got a choice. Um, You can do uh, your own thing here with the server, you know, I can hook it up for you. Or we can do what the government mandates. Uh, You need to have a secure server. So this way, when they send you an an email and has the letter C on it, you know, and, and it's classified, nobody else sees it but you. I got to tell you, folks, I don't fully, really fully understand the whole C situation and the server situation. You know, I think the media does what, with it what it wants. I'm not smart enough to really know 100% what the truth is on that. But it doesn't take more than a truck driver to know. You should have a secure server. You should do everything you can to secure your, your emails, especially when you're Secretary of State. <laughs> and you're dealing with issues like, I don't know, Benghazi so and I'm not going to throw around Benghazi like I know what I'm talking about because I don't really know what happened I know people died and is that all I need to know people died needlessly yeah probably needlessly do ambassadors is that what it was do ambassadors die all the time the American embassies is that what was Benghazi I'm being honest with you. I don't really know the details. I feel like you just hear this news item on the news and they just repeat it over and over again. And then two months later, I'm not even sure what we're talking about anymore. Because now we're talking about something else. We're talking about something else. So, I don't trust Hillary Clinton. I haven't trusted her since she was the first lady. Back when, supposedly, she was getting $500 haircuts on on an airplane. Just all these wacky things that she's been saying and doing. And you know what? Health is an issue. <laughs> Nowadays, the health is an issue. Whatever she's doing with the pneumonia, the passing out, the Parkinson's, or the uh, whatever it is that she's got, autism, well, I don't know what she has. Whatever craziness she's got going on, that's enough for me, folks. I'm out. That I don't think she brings one thing. So at the end of the day, so this is what I think I wanted to say to end this. At the end of the day, I don't think she brings one thing to the table. The fact that she'll be the first woman isn't enough for me. Not enough. You don't elect somebody just because they're the first of their kind. I didn't vote for Obama in 2008. And I did. I did vote for Obama in 2008. I didn't vote for him because he'd be the first black president. I thought he really represented something that I wanted in office. A clear-sighted, clear-minded, objective, uh, hard-working person who, who could speak clearly and get both sides to work together. And uh, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Sorry, folks. We did not get eight years of the left and the right working together. It didn't happen. Okay. Was it his fault? I don't know. I don't know enough to know. I've heard I heard it was his fault, and I've heard it wasn't his fault. I heard it was the Republicans that did, every, did everything they could to ruin him. And I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And that's one of the reasons why I stopped being a Republican. 
and I, I, I registered as a libertarian. I'm back to being a Republican. But I'm disgruntled with both sides. Um, but at the end of the day, which is what I think we all do, at the end of the day, you have to make a decision. Who tickles your fancy more? Who uh, upsets you less? You know, whatever your criteria is, you got a criteria. And my criteria is, I think we need a businessman in the office of president. We need, and we need somebody who can make tough decisions, who is in decent health. Uh, and unfortunately for Hillary, she has a record of, of government work. And I don't think it's the greatest record. I'm not, I don't know. It, it just seems to me her stint as, uh, well, the first lady thing doesn't really count. I don't know what she did as first. What, is, what does any first lady do? You're cutting ribbons. You put, you're making a garden. I don't know. What do you do? You're not, it's not a real job. You're the husband's wife. You're the president's wife. What is, whatever. So that doesn't really count. Um, then she tried to do that medic, that card thing, the health card thing. So that was an abysmal failure. It didn't work out. I don't know why it didn't work out. It didn't work out. So she has a record of failure right there. Boom. Failure. Uh, she wasn't even in office at the time, right? Wasn't she not in office? She was the first lady. And she tried to come out with this card and it didn't work. Okay. Whatever. Um... And then she was the senator of New York, and she's not from New York, which really bothers me. It does bother. Me. What do they call? That? They call that carpet bagging. She's not from New York. She's from Arkansas or wherever. I don't like the fact that she did that. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that she could say she was once a New York senator, and I don't think she did anything as senator. I don't know what she did. Isn't it obvious she only did that to become president? Is it obvious? It's obvious to me. But then again, I admit, I don't know anything about politics. But it seems to me, this whole thing about living in Chappaqua, is that where she lives? Is it Chappaqua? Copake? I don't know where she lives. It's only to just establish residency in New York, and somehow they figured that would be the best place for her to become president. To become senator. Whatever. Ugh. Why isn't Chuck Schumer running for president? How come, uh, how come it was Hillary? Why wasn't it Patrick Moynihan that ran for president? Why wasn't it Senator Alphonse D'Amato? These are all people that were New York senators. Is Kristen Hillib Gillibrand, Hillibrand, whatever her name is, is she going to run for president? How is it that just because she was married to the president that she has enough steam? How is it? Does anybody think that's kind of peculiar? Just because you're the wife of a president? I'm not degrading women. I'm not belittling women. I'm just saying, I find it interesting, just because you're the wife of a president, that somehow you think you could be president. And when, when all things weren't working out for her, she went to Secretary of State. And I don't even know why anybody thinks she should be Secretary of State. But I think what, I think the truth is, what happened was everywhere she went, there was devastation that followed her. I thought I just heard that on a radio show, that everywhere she's been... Everything got worse. She does not have the answers. She does not have the international answers. I don't know what she has, but I'm not impressed. So there you go, folks. At the end of the day, I'm supporting Trump. That's part two. I'm supporting Trump. I don't like all of Trump's answers to all of the debate things. I would. I wish that I could have done a show where I had the recordings of every question and answer, and then I would comment on the answer. But I'll, t I'll comment on this answer with the... The few minutes I have left. 
When Trump was asked, what would you do about racism? First of all, that debate, they both gave crappy answers all night. I thought that was a horrible debate. Horrible debate. Not because of Lester Holt. And I don't know if he was biased or not, whatever. Everybody can make a case, which everybody's doing. Everybody's making cases about everything. Nobody's listening. Everybody's talking. So say what you want about Lester Holt. I have no idea. But here's one answer that Donald Trump gave, and I didn't like it. They asked him about racism. Racism. What would you do about racism? First of all, can we say, honestly, is the president really the guy to go to for racism? Isn't that something that mommies and daddies got to take care of? Isn't that something that mayors and governors and councilmen and community leaders, teachers? Is racism really a presidential thing? Well, I know there's civil rights, but racism. Racism is a decision a human makes. It's not a gun that you go purchase. It's not a bottle you throw. It's, it's, not, it's not anything that you... It's not a knife. Racism is words. It's, it's attitudes. It's feelings. And that's a human being thing. So, I don't think it's a presidential thing. That being said, Donald Trump's answer was law and order. <laughs> not the TV show. Law and order. That's not really a great answer, Donald. It's a horrible answer. You're telling black people all over the United States, I'm bringing law and order. Which to them, I think, means a lot of SWAT teams, you know, Gestapo. That's what they're thinking. That things are going to get tougher. More more frisking, more patting down, more, you know, more oppression. More, uh, more of everything that's bad. It was such a horrible answer. And I was watching the TV and I was yelling. Dumb answer. Donald Trump needs to show empathy, more empathy, any empathy, for people who are not doing as well as he is. He needed to say, I understand the concerns. I understand that there's a situation going on in this country. And it's an unfortunate situation because it's, it's unnecessary. It holds us back. Humans should not be treating humans in such a way that is considered racist. We should not be treating each other improperly. We should be not treating each other with disrespect. We should be helping each other. We should be, if not loving each other, we should be liking each other. If we're not liking each other, we should at least respect each other. If we don't respect each other, at least we could just say, hey, whatever, man. You're over there and I'm over here. There's no reason for there to be any racism. Law and order is not the answer to racism. It's the law and order. It's the answer to the result of racism. You need to have law and order if somebody has something that's done to them, you know, in a racist manner. But that's not the answer. We need compassion. And Hillary gave a horrible answer too. And you know, her husband was one of the guys with the three strikes you're out deal. So, and she's the one with the super predator. So, you know, might be a bad time to say this, but you know, call a spade a spade. Call it what it is. By the way, I, I never understood what call a spade is. Are we talking about the thing that digs dirt? Isn't that a spade? I don't know. Isn't that a playing card? I know it's been used in a derogatory way of, uh, to describe blacks, but I've never understood the origin of let's call a spade a spade. Let's call it what it is. So these are two pork candidates as far as I'm concerned. I'm supporting Trump because I think he's the least poor. I think he has a lot... To learn, and at his age, at seventy or whatever he is, to start empathizing with the middle class and lower class, I'm not really sure he can. 
I, uh, he seems to do a good talk about the the veterans, uh, the returning veterans, the injured veterans. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what he can do. And I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, which I say a lot, and I apologize if you hate me saying it, I'm voting for Trump the sa- for the same exact reason that I voted for Barack Obama in 2008. Because we need a change. And I can't go with the status quo. And Hillary Clinton, who I could always call criminal Clinton, but, you know, that would be, whatever, too easy. Uh, she's the status quo. That's eight more years of Barack Obama. And I, I don't know if we can really afford that. We need a change. So before you criticize me for being right wing, left wing, whatever, blah, 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 you know, you should criticize me for being too open minded. Thanks to L.A. Law. Thanks to Corbin Burnson and Susan Day and Michael Tucker. <laughs> And uh, who wrote L.A. Law? Was it Richard E. Kelly? No, I think he wrote some other stuff. Whoever those guys that wrote L.A. Law. They made me look at things in a different way. And that's why I was able to vote for Barack Obama in 2008. And that's why I'm going to cast my vote for Donald Trump in 2016. I can't go with the status quo. I need change. And I'm going to take a chance. And the, and, and, and the sword, I'll fall on the sword one way or the other. But I won't back down. It's all, I got it on recording here. So I'm not going to say, oh, I never said that. No. I did say that. I am going to pull that ballot. Pull that, uh, whatever it is. All right, 30 seconds to go. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to listen to Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream on ComedyPipe.com. If you're in, uh, wherever you are in the world, if it's New York and it's 8 o'clock on a Wednesday, listen to Pipe Dream on the ComedyPipe.com Comedy Network. Pipe Dream with Mike 3D. All right, goodbye, good day, good night. Goodbye, good riddance, good luck, Godspeed, and great skills. Take care, folks. Bye.